welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Understanding the blessedness of prayer and fasting. Understanding the blessedness of prayer of fasting. And I will be taking part A this morning, a biblical approach to profitable fasting. A biblical approach to profitable fasting. And the service this morning is titled Enough is Enough. And we have been told to bring the list, our list of what God is going to do. And enough is enough. It means there was an existing situation. There was or there is an existing situation. And you come to realize and resolve in yourself that enough is enough. But trying to prepare for this message, I have a conflicting thinking and an impression that I think is very strong from God. As we journey through the conventional teaching, God will be using what he want to say, God will be speaking what he want to say to, to his own people. I have battled it, but it looks as if I didn't succeed. So God has a message for somebody today. That is what it means. I'm taking the number one thing In our life is the realization that there is, there is challenge. The Christian life is characterized by challenges and assault from the enemy. And life does not give us what we deserve. Life gives us what we demand. And so when, if life gives us what we demand, then it becomes critical. And it becomes critical that we must come to ourselves and say enough is enough. It doesn't matter whether you cause the problem. Because the problem, the guilt, the enemy tells us is that it's our fault. Yes, it's your fault. The prodigal son, it was his fault. But when he resolved and came back with repentance, the father accepted him. So the problem is not our God is waiting. Though we have gone astray, but the prodigal son was sincere. I don't know how much sincerity we have this morning. So the bulk of the work, if you must see an end to that challenge, which I know is going to end today, it is for you to resolve. 
within because the majority of the fight is the fight that we will win. It is the fight within. If you don't win the fight within, you cannot win the fight outside. Because God look at the heart. God look at the heart. So you must make up your mind to let go and be empty before God this morning. Be empty before God. Yes, the devil is, is, is the devil can fight you without an offense. And Job is number one example. God Devil can fight you without an offense. But even if you have offended, there is a place for God to forgive you. But God is not going to look the problem. He's not going to look at the problem. God is not going to look at the problem. God is going to look at your heart. Have you truly let go reservations? Have you truly let go Unforgiveness. We are asked to bring our list this morning. And God was asking me when I look at the book of Esther that we are supposed to take our text from. Maybe I'll go there first. Number one thing, the biblical approach to profitable fasting. Let me follow my guide. Esther 4, verse 15 to 17. And I look at that very critically. It's good to look at that text, 15 to 17. But I said, what is actually the problem? Why Esther should put up a fast? Esther put up a fast, not because of Esther. Esther put up a, fa- a, a fast because Esther wants to help his people. So it is not about Esther. It is about the people. About the what? The people. The people are the kingdom. If you check the list that you have this morning, if you have a list at all, Maybe it's in your mind. Who else is in your prayer point apart from your family? This is the message I have. Who else is in your prayer point apart from your family? Because many of us ignore prayer for church. Prayer for church. Esther did not, Esther prayed for the Jews. Prayer for church people. Prayer for pastors. Prayer for the challenge. If I look at your list this morning, if I x-ray it by the spirit, who else is in that list? Because before God will come down and fight for you, you have to look at 
What is the need of God? What is the need of God, people? If you go take care of God, people, God, go, go take care of your needs. That's what Esther did. Somebody here is challenged. What are we praying about? You come to church. This is your church. You have never prayed for pastor to bless you. You have never play, prayed that God should give an inspiration for pastor. You have never prayed for revelation for pastors. And you come here every time and you think God will speak to you. You come here without sowing a seed in the life of those God will use. How many of us does that? If we take a statistics now, it will be very few. How many of us does that? Lifting the church, lifting the pastorate, lifting the challenge, lifting, lifting the widows. If I check that your list now, so you have to begin. We talk about prayer for new converts, new converts, new converts. New converts will not be new if we can sustain the people that have come here this far. When we came to this church first, the first thing that struck us and we sat down here is a, is a word undiluted. Are we still having that word undiluted? Are we still having that word undiluted? And we sat down here and you came and met us and we came and met some people and they are still here. It is not it is not play. It is some people are sowing seeds in the, in the life of the pastorate. In the life of bishop. How many times have you prayed for Bishop Odipo? Every time God give me Give me, give you what? To go and show forth. To go and brag about it. This is the way to go. And Esther put up a fast. And Esther began to pray for God's people how God's people can be rescued. If you pray, how God can rescue the church. Somebody say church don't have problem. You are, you are the one that says the, the major problem you have is the church. Judah was a church member. Judah was a church member. Perhaps born again. So we have we have we have our own enemy that are here. This morning. You are going to speak a word. Every one enemy of the people here. Father. Let your power. Destroy their handworks. Every satanic enemy here. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer now. Every force. Working against the word of God in this room. Every force. Neutralizing the power of God in this place. God, come down this morning. We clear.
Clip your wings. We command the forces working against the progress of the word of God in our midst. Be destroyed this morning. Send your word with power to help your people in this church. Send your word with power to help your people in this church. And every agent of the devil here, we command your power destroy. Your wings clipped in the name of Jesus. Let the word of God flow and be powerful in the life of people. Send your word to bless your people. Send your word to bless your people. Every hindrance to the word of God, we curse you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my God. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. So, we must define our goals. Define your goals. To prepare for prayer. Define your goals. And like I said, among your goals and your objectives, is there anything that reflects the kingdom? Prayer for somebody. Prayer for somebody in church. Prayer for the gospel. Prayer for pastors. Prayer for anybody here. If, you, if your heart is like that, you are likely not to have unforgiveness. You can't be praying for somebody and be, and be having grudges against that person. To, to the test of unforgiveness in the life of a believer is somebody who prays for some, for look at somebody from distance and the devil minister to you, hey, I, this person said, we don't even know how he's getting his money. Don't mind them. And your heart is lifted when you hear that the person has gotten a blessing. Watch it. The devil is playing tricks on you. Begin to pray for that person. Begin to pray for and say, God, let your will be done in the life of this person. You are your way to the top. May God give us a sign this morning in the name of Jesus. So, the way Esther put himself down, and one of the objectives of Esther is that he's praying for deliverance for his own people. So, a prayer that it doesn't have goals and objectives, that prayer is anemic. It's not structured. If you have a prayer that is, doesn't have specific goals, in fact, you can't drive that prayer because goals in prayer and objectives in prayer is driven by the word, by the scriptures. Until you have goals and objectives, you cannot locate a scripture that will address it. So that prayer is anemic. You want to pray for fruit of the womb? What is the scripture saying about you not to have your, your, the fruit of the womb? Want to pray, pray for healing? What is the scripture saying about healing? So when you say, I need healing, and it's number one, what scripture are you going to locate? So until you have goals and specific objectives, you cannot locate structure. You cannot locate scripture that will back up the structure of that, of that prayer, prayer point. 
That is why there is a need to put your prayer together and optimize it and have goals and objectives. May God give us understanding in the name of Jesus. In Second Chronicle 20 verse 3, 3 to 24, it's a long reading. We may not need not to read all of them, but Jehoshaphat feared, Second Chronicle 20, and set himself to seek the Lord. Again, there was a problem. But my interest in this part of the, of the scripture is that Jehoshaphat knows that he has a problem. He never goes to address the problem, if you read that scripture down. He never goes to address that problem straight. Before he presented that problem, he began to present from verse 6. Began to present who God is and what God has done before. Refusal to say the acts of God. Or selling the acts of God facilitates prayer answered. Selling the acts of God. Because until you are able to sell a product, until you understand the product, you cannot sell, a, sell that product well. Until you understand the, the product, you cannot send, sell the product well. Because the understanding of the product is in the package. It is packaged inside. So before Jehoshaphat began to put his prayer request to God, he began to tell God from verse 6, he began to tell God who God is and said, oh Lord God of our fathers art not thou God in heaven is he God in heaven does he rule over all the kingdoms in thy hand is there power and might yes in verse 7, he begins to talk about what God has done before. What has God done in your life before? What has God done that you have had before? God, you are looking for fruit of the womb. God, somebody at his 15 years, 15 years marriage has had his own child. Somebody who had no womb had had his own child. Somebody who was sick to the point of death. The medical doctors have written him off. God, you have had that testimony before. Your case is not as bad as that case. So you plug, you, you use those these testimonies and begin to, before you go to God to present your facts, you begin to tell God, are you not the one that hid Sister Rachel? Are you not the one that delivered Sister Helen? Are you not the one that delivered Kyle You begin to talk about the mightiness of God. The mightiness of God. What he had done before. And you come back and present your case. If you have done this before. You took the children of Israelites to the Red Sea. You allow the Red Sea to divide. You make a way. Are you not the one who is the way maker? You make a way in the wilderness. You are the one who brought water out of rock. Are you not the one who delivered the children of Israel from bondage and took them to promised land? Then you come back 
And say, if you are this God, if you are this God, if you are this God, then my case is not too difficult for you to handle. Therefore, do this. This is the way Jehoshaphat addressed this matter. And the moment he addressed this matter, God told him, before you arrive, when you finish telling God your problem, God will now come. When he addressed, when he addressed the problem, when he gave God what belongs to God, he now requested and God gave him, gave him a solution. Go and tell my people to praise me. He may see, it may be seemingly foolish. Just like the scripture we read during the offering. God can tell you to go and give a sacrifice after presenting your case. Apart from Shiloh's sacrifice, how many of you has God told you to give a sacrifice? You know you can't break curses without giving sacrifice. How many of you are packaged sacrifice to go and give to God? Because curses is of the blood. You need blood for blood and your sweat is your blood. Your sweat is your blood. Blood for blood. How many times have God ministered to you to package a sacrifice? Either to God's servant or to bring to the church. And say, on behalf of my family, this plague must stop. And package a sacrifice. No matter what God put in your mind. And you come here and say, God's servant, pray for me. And you need them. That's the, it will never, it can, it has never failed. It has never failed. And it will not fail if God speaks to you. Except you do it emotionally. May God give you understanding. In the mighty name of Jesus. So that was what Jehoshaphat did. So your goals and your objectives define the relevant scriptures. To find and the meditate upon. Number two point. We must pray to engage our heart in prayer. The Bible talking say the preparation of the heart is of, 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 of the heart in man, and the answer of the tongue is from God. Proverbs sixteen verse one. Proverbs sixteen verse one. Most of the time, the heart, I try to look, do some research, and I find out that the God, the Bible talks, talks about the heart 946 times. 946 times. That means the heart is very important. The heart is what? Very, very important. And so that is why our focus, most of the time, our focus is external. But the majority of the problem, we must address God. If we must come to God, if we must come to God, we have to prepare our heart. Why is the heart so important? The heart is so important because the enemy within is greater than the enemy without. The enemy within is greater than the enemy without. The good news is that God is bigger than all your enemies. God is bigger than all your enemies. 
to get God into battle, you must you must have you must deal deal with it. You must get the relevant tool in place. Cleanse up your tool, the tool to engage to address God after. After planning and preparing for prayer, the next thing to do is what instrument am I going to use? The instrument to use, the sequel to use is the heart. And you cannot connect to God because the Bible says the prayer of, 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 of a sinner is an abomination to God. So how can you be asking God to rule and look at your heart? And your heart is have reservations. Your heart has some forgiveness. Your heart is crooked. Your heart wants to deal with one person or the other. God can meet your need. God can meet your need. What is in your heart? The heart you are preparing. What is in your heart? The fight against you will be from the heart. Because when God, when you begin to prepare, God is looking at your heart. God is looking at your heart. If the heart is wrong, God will not answer you. So why not deal with the heart? Why not deal with the heart? The tool is the heart. The tool is the heart. That is why the psalmist in Psalm 51, if you read from verse 1, the psalmist, very smart man, began to play around with God and begin to plead for his, for his forgiveness of his sins. Begin to plead for forgiveness of his sins. And in verse 10, 51 verse 10, and he began to purge himself. And the Bible said, great in me, a what? A clean heart. Oh God, create in me a clean heart because you need heart. The Bible said in the Bible said in First Samuel 16, verse 7, they said, God sees the heart. God sees the heart. So God cannot come down and answer you, even though you have prepared this prayer. God can't answer you because your heart is not right. Your heart is not right. Make up your right, make it right. Remove every reservations, unforgiveness, envy, malice, wishing people evil, happy with somebody's progress. Because if you don't do it, God is searching. God is searching. God said, I, I, the Lord, it's not you searching. You can search, but God is also searching. I the Lord, I the Lord, Jeremiah 17 verse 10, I the Lord, you are searching, God is also searching. Who is going to find the right thing? Who is going to find the right thing? You need to empty yourself. Where you are, is the, it may be the function of your heart. Maybe your mother-in-law, maybe your sister-in-law, who says they should not marry you. Since that marriage, yet you marry the man, you have still not forgiven them. If they can stop the marriage, they would have stopped it. They couldn't stop it yet you married. Why not let them go? Why not let them go? Why don't be enough for struggling in that marriage? Enough for struggling in that marriage. You can free yourself. Enough for struggling. Yes, the woman say, I will not allow you to marry my son. Yet the son vowed I married you. But you have Kept the woman in your heart. God is in the heart. God is in the heart. God is in the heart. Where you are in that marriage can be better. 
I don't care where you are. God has greater things in that marriage for you. In that business for you. Search your heart. You are searching. God is searching. I, the Lord, give us that scripture. Jeremiah 16 verse 10. I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the ruins, therefore, to give every man according to his ways. Oh, God, don't give me according to my ways. Pray that prayer very quickly. Have mercy on me. Don't give me according to my ways. Don't deal with me according to my ways. Don't deal with me according to my ways. I repent, oh, God. Today, forgive me. Have mercy on me. If God deals with us according to our ways, how can we survive it? Oh God. So before you seek the Lord, in Jeremiah 29 verse 13, before you seek the Lord, clean your heart. Clean your heart. Clean your heart. Clean your heart. The heart. Clean your heart. Clean your heart. Clean your heart. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. For ye seek me and find me when ye seek me with all your heart. So when your heart is clean, when your heart is clean, it can be all. <laughs> when I read, I came to that point and I stopped and I said, I didn't know what, 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 what I wanted to do because I'd never understood that scripture like that. What is in seek me with your heart when I find you? Put that scripture, put it together, find me. When you search for me with all your heart, what is all your heart? And I asked myself a question. I never had an answer before. I asked myself, what is searching me with all your heart? I don't know whether you have an answer, but the answer God gave me, God said, your heart can only be all when it is free, when it is a free heart. A heart that is all. A heart that is all. If you have reservations in the heart, that means some portion of the heart is occupied. So where is the heart? All heart. Where is all heart? If you don't let go, it means there is something occupying part of the heart. You need to allow all the heart. The heart that is all. Can somebody... How can you make this heart all? It is impossible without the help of God. The prayer of mercy can make the heart. Can you pray that prayer? God have mercy. I need an all heart. I need an all heart. Because he's the one going to search. If you are the one searching, you can hide some part. You can hide some things in the inner room. If you are the only one searching, a wife, go and bring something for a visitor. He goes to the room and come back and say, hey, darling, that thing is finished. Darling, that thing is finished, sir. Pastor, go to your room. There's, check that place. I have something there. That thing I have there. Your wife goes there and comes back and says, Darling, that thing is finished. Because she's the only one who went to search. But because God is going to be searching with you, you can't come back and say, There is nothing there. All heart. All heart. All heart. 
You are the one do it. If you are the only one searching, you can say, Mama David, I will leave him. I said, this one, I will not forgive him. I will not forgive him. And you can come back and say, I have forgiven everybody. But God is looking. I said, Mama David, my God is this. God is such. And God now went to search and saw that is Mama David. Mama David is still remaining. 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 Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Begin to confess your sins. Confess your sins. Begin to confess your sins. Begin to confess your sins. Begin to confess your sins right now. Confess, confess your sins right now. Because God will not hear you if you have, if your heart is not all, if you are not searching with all of your heart. Confess your sin. Knowingly or unknowingly, ask God to forgive you. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Perhaps you can't have an all heart if there is sin. You are walking in sin. You are living in sin. So if you are here and you are not born again this morning, you have searched your heart and you know you can't search God with all of your heart. It doesn't matter your title this morning. Can you, can I, can you pray this prayer with me this morning? <coughs> Say, Lord Jesus, Pray this prayer with me this morning. You know your heart. You can't start God with all your heart. There is something. There is a sin that is, that is standing there. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning I have come to you. Please forgive me. Cleanse me with your blood. This morning I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We'll leave you with this word from Act 2032. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.